Hi, and welcome to Brain Talk, where we talk all about the brain, how your brain impacts your health, your wealth, and your well-being. I'm Dr. Jackie Kilrain, your brain-body balance expert, and we know that better brains make better lives. And in this episode, we're going to talk about rediscovering you. And you may say, rediscovering you, what is she talking about? I know who I am. Well, if you were to, maybe you've been like me, and I had to rediscover who I really was. And I think a lot of women end up giving away pieces of themselves to please other people. And you don't really realize that until you're standing there alone and you have to make a decision. So in my case, my husband had died and I thought I was a pretty independent woman. I'm a doctor. I kept my maiden name. I owned my own practice, my own business. And my husband was a stay-at-home dad. I was pretty in charge. I was a mom and he died. So about a year after he died, I kind of fell apart. And I remember standing there and and having to make a big decision. And I think I was buying a car or something like that. And I didn't really have anyone to ask. And I had to decide for myself what I wanted. And I began to realize how much of my decisions were based on maybe what he would have thought about it too, or maybe what, you know, people in my community might have thought about it, or maybe what my office might have thought about it, my staff might have thought about it, my kids. And I made a lot of decisions not really based on what I wanted or what might have brought me joy, but what would have pleased everybody else. Or especially if you're a strong woman, you want to appease other people. You know, you may not want your husband to feel like he's less of a man because you're a more powerful woman. So you give away some of your power. You give away some of the things that you know that you could do, but you act like you're dependent on someone else. And not that it's not bad to lean on someone else. It really, it really is nice to have someone who can take over some of the things that you don't have to think about. And that's, that's another thing too, to find a balance of letting go. But I realized after Afterwards, that I had to decide what I thought. And your brain will take a lot of the past experiences. It'll take all the past experiences that you've had. And you begin to live your life through that lens, seeing through that lens. So the trauma of my husband dying, the past experiences I had in childhood, maybe the illnesses I had, maybe in your case, it's the chronic pain you may have or the autoimmune disease that you have, or your loss of your spouse or your divorce or your children moving away. So all those things that you had given that help you make those decisions aren't there anymore and you're left to decide for yourself. Well, I really, fortunately, I'm a pretty positive person and after I nearly fell apart, which I really nearly did, I knew I could begin to look at all of those experiences that I'd had before and all of the ways that I thought. And I said, okay, I can take this or I can leave it. And I pick, I felt like I took all those beliefs, put them in a big bucket and dumped them out. And then I just picked up the ones that would still serve me. And I kept those. If they didn't serve me anymore, I just let them go. And I realized I could change my mind at any time. So if I I didn't want to continue to see my life through the fearful lens that I that I did. I remember looking at a picture um and I and I keep it and I use it 
um, sometimes on some of the things I present with. And it's a woman and she's looking through this hole that's in a cardboard box. And the light is just coming in and shining on her eye. And that's where I felt like I was. Sometimes I felt like I was living inside this anxious box. And I would, if you came into my little world or came into my little box, I could talk to you about neuroscience. I could talk to you about a lot of things about, you know, I'm a chiropractor by trade and I could talk to you about your pain and, and how we can help you. Or I could talk, um, in any event, but I began to limit my life more and more because your brain's job is really for you to survive. It's not for you to thrive and be happy. And I didn't, realize that. I thought, oh, it, you know, it should normally just make us be very happy and thrive. But no, it's really its job is for you to survive. So the more trauma that you lay on top of it, and you don't know how to particularly deal with or help your brain deal with it, that is the lens that you see your life. And that can be very, very limiting. And I, I can be, um, I'm pretty analytical being a doctor, and I could talk myself in or out of anything. And particularly, I was talking myself out of things. So you may be talking yourself out of things and it make perfect sense because that's what your brain's telling you to do. That's what your brain is telling you. This, I feel safe right here. I feel safe in my space. I feel safe in my home. I don't feel safe taking that risk, taking that job, starting that relationship, you know, venturing out and doing other things. But when you really look back and see what's serving you and what's not, then you can start to reset that. Um, and some things that may go along with, with um, being over anxious or even chronic pain, or uh, you may, you, you know, you may lay down and your brain just doesn't want to shut off. I used to turn the TV on at night, which is terrible for sleep and sleep is so important. And we'll talk on a whole nother episode just about the importance of sleep and what it does to your brain. But I would turn the TV on and let the TV run. And of all things, I had the news on, which was always, you know, not very good thing to listen to just so I could drown my thoughts out. So I didn't have to think about what I needed to do tomorrow, what I did today. Did I do the right thing here? Did I do the right thing there? Um, and, and I could just hear the TV and I eventually get tired enough that I'd fall asleep. Not a very restful sleep. It was always a very light sleep and I never felt very well rested. Now that I've retrained my brain and I did mine through neurofeedback and, uh, epigenetics, but mainly through neurofeedback that has helped, um, more normalize my brain and take out that over anxiousness that I had, that depression that I had, that rumination that I had. And I see it countless times with patients in my office with chronic pain. You know, when you're in chronic pain, your your body's going to over respond to and be very anxious because it feels like it's under attack. And if you've gone through a loss, like the death of a, of a spouse or a divorce or your kids moving out, you go through that too. And and the whole thing of rediscovering you is really looking at each situation and saying, what do I really want? Not, you know, what does, where does everybody else want to go? What do I really want? And, and, and I think sometimes as moms or as women, we really are trying to please everybody else and we're not thinking about what we want. If we can start living and doing things more along the lines of what we want, not being selfish, that makes you more joyful. That makes you more happy. I look forward to getting up 
for every day. I don't wear maybe what every other doctor might wear to work. I wear clothes I really like. And and if I really liked wearing scrubs to work every day, I would do that. But I don't. And I and, and that's just like one little example of things that, you know, I'm not conforming to this or that because that's what's acceptable to other people. I'm not doing anything outrageous, but, you know, I'm actually looking at things and how I want to do them. And one thing that I'd, I'd encourage you to do, and it's a good place to start when you're trying to rediscover who you are and, and, and not be stuck in the loop that we're in day in and day out, is to imagine your perfect day. So I have a journal and I, the very top thing is imagine your perfect day. So I imagine where I want to be. I imagine not where I am right in this moment, but where I want to be. And what your brain does, there's some neuroscience with that. When you write something down, your brain really looks to help you get there. It doesn't know the difference between what you vividly imagine and what's really true or what's actually happening. So when you write down your perfect day, not only does your brain start to look for it and start to try to create it, but you can start to feel it too. Sometimes when you're overwhelmed with stress and anxieties and chronic pain and, you know, busy, 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 and I've got to do this and got to do that, it's really hard for you to see something different. And even if it sounds a little outrageous, and it can change, your perfect day can change, but when you just start writing it down and crafting it, You'll be amazed what shows up in your life. I don't think anything's a coincidence. I think if we really start visualizing something positive, it finds a way to get to us. And that's happened to me so many times. When I create clarity, I start to live it. When I'm, you know, I get kind of stuck in this um, loop of uh, my current situation or what used to be my current situation, it's really hard to get out of. But the best thing to do, I think, and, the, and a very easy way to start is to keep that journal. So part of rediscovering you is really rediscovering your identity, not your identity as a mom, as a wife, as a business owner, as a church member, just you. What do you really want and do you really desire? And that can be hard when you haven't done that for a long time. So be kind to yourself and and take it nice and, and easy and slow and start writing it and start journaling it and start feeling it and start imagining it. And one of the first things I do with my journal too, besides imagining my perfect day is write three things I'm grateful for. And they don't have to be big things. They could be the cup of coffee I'm drinking. They could be um, my children. You know, sometimes I, I just put my children at the top and just say, okay, you know, you can always write your children. So it could be the dog that's laying at my feet, which she actually is. And I'm really grateful that she's being quiet right now because she's not interfering. But that so it can just be something as simple as that and when you do write things that you're grateful for you find more things to be grateful for will come into your life but start thinking about rediscovering you and what you really want and start looking at what your perfect day would be for you and and start to examine things that maybe you do as as a habit and maybe they were really necessary 10 years ago or five years ago or 20 years ago, but maybe they're not really necessary anymore. Maybe you're grown and, you, and you're wiser than that and, and you can leave that behind. So hopefully that gives you some, some help and 
that's things we'll be talking about on the Brain Talk. We're also going to be bringing in experts in the field of neuroscience and epigenetics and um, heart rate variability, lots of different things that you can do to, to change your mindset that will really impact your life in a positive way and help you live a more joyous life. Because especially women, when we can live a more joyous life, we can help serve others in bigger and better ways. I'm not saying we're going to be selfish. We are always going to be serving, but we are going to serve from a place of joy. And that just is contagious. On my next episode, I'm so excited. I'm going to bring in my coach, Dr. Melissa Grill-Peterson. She is the CEO and founder of Practice Impact Masters. She helps people like me put their big vision into work and make it expansive and help impact so many other people. I look at her as I always have all these big ideas and they're all over the place. And, and I'm always, you know, thinking what I'm going to do next and who I'm going to help next. And she'll just repeat all that back to me and lay it down in a nice path that's nice and clear and I can follow. And I love clarity. And when I can get clarity, I can get it done. So I think you're going to love Dr. Melissa Grill-Peterson and she will be on our next episode. I'm so glad that you came. I'm Dr. Jackie and this is The Brain Talk. We'll see you next time.